Welcome to the Live Big Podcast featuring Dr. Derek Greer, where we teach principles from God's Word that will empower you to live big. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com. Here's Dr. Greer. So at this point, the dowry had been paid. Money's on the line here, you know, cows and stuff have been exchanged. So, you know, when money's on the line, it gets serious. They had made a public announcement. It's serious. But, but now here's the deal. And this is strange to us because, you know, we, 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 we don't have no sense nowadays. But, but they had sense. <laughs> what they would do, they would wait 9 to 12 months for the final ceremony. And there, there was a reason for this. You see, the whole reason for the log engagement was to make sure that the baby that was born from the marriage belonged to the daddy. So the nine to the year was the waiting period to make sure that no other baby pops up. And typically during this period, the mother or the little girl or the teenager, whatever she was, was kept under lock and key almost. I mean, virtually. I mean, you, this girl was monitored everywhere she went because that, this, this was part of the contract. They took this very, very, very serious. And the, 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 the girl did not see the husband to be either. None of that happened. She, she was kept. And the whole point of it, again, was to ensure that when a baby was born, it belonged to the two that were married. So they would wait. Again, they, 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 they exchanged money. They had publicly made the announcement. And now what's, what has happened here is, is Mary and Joseph are in that waiting period. So he could be sure that when a child is born, it belongs to him. It says... And his mother, mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, and before they came together, see, that's why it says he was married, but before they came together, because there was stages in the marriage uh, process. And uh, watch the next verse. But she was found with child. Can anybody say, uh-oh? Yeah. <laughs> How many of you would like to be either Mary or Joseph in this situation? You are in the waiting period, and you got a baby bump. What would run through your mind? The Bible says she was found with what? Child. True obedience can sometimes create some problems. Everybody in your social circle may not get it sometimes. It says she was found to be with child. And watch this. Of the Holy Spirit. Something miraculous began to grow in Mary. And after a few months, she could no longer hide what had happened. You know, when God does something inside a person, after a while, it'll show up. Amen. And if no one ever sees it, I question whether or not something really, really happened. Verse 19, then Joseph, her husband. Again, they were considered married before having sex. This is nine to 12 months before having sex. Many of us didn't go, come on, be honest, a week without having sex with your spouse. And that's why we're in the mess that we're in. We have sex too quickly. And then when we're married, we don't have it enough. (laughs) Can I just talk to you for a second? I'm talking to the married people. Married people, why waste a good body Just sleeping next to it. 
That'd be like starving next to an apple orchard. If you work it, you can, you can make a little apple pie, a little apple strudel, a little apple cider, apple juice, apple sauce. At least 50 good things a good man can do with an apple. Back to the text. (laughs) Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make a public example of her, was minded to put her away secretly. Now, Joseph was both righteous and a baby daddy. Why would he be thinking about divorce? He was contemplating divorce because he knew he wasn't the father. And I want you to imagine yourself in Joseph's position. You know, your, 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 your fiance comes to you and says, I'm pregnant, talking about the Holy Ghost. <laughs> so I was like, I may be country, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> but while he thought about these things, he's processed. He said, I know, Mary. <laughs> And the language here denotes perplexity and, 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 and inner conflict. He's like, I know her. I don't know. How does this, this, this happen? But he said, the facts are the facts here. But behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. How many of y'all might have needed an angel at this point? Yeah. To make you believe this? I think I would have needed an angel, some Valium. <laughs> And a paternity test. (laughs) But Joseph's faith here, watch this, was as great as Mary's. And and, and Joseph believed in Mary. Joseph believed in God just as Mary did in this passage. Well, the angel came and said, hey, Joe, son of David, do not be afraid. Joseph, she's not in love with another man. Joseph, she, she hasn't been fooling around on the side. I know it looks bad, but, but it's not as it looks. And he said this, take to you, marry your wife. Now, under the law, Moses required that a woman caught in adultery not only be divorced, but stoned. And once she violated her marriage contract, the divorce was instant. The act was actually the act of divorce. And just later, he or she got caught uh, in the act. But, but watch what Scripture calls her. Marry your what? Wife. Stress is laid on the fact that Mary was still entitled to be called wifey. Wife. Because she had done nothing to forfeit this title. She was innocent, but accused. And sometimes there's a stigma that comes with spiritual things. Everybody's not always going to get it, but Mary suffered the greatest stigma of any of us, but she endured it for the purpose of fulfilled prophecy. He said, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And what the angel told him, he said, listen, what happened to her is absolutely supernatural. 
And many people stumble upon this, this, this fact mentally, but the reality is, if God could make the first Adam from dirt, I mean, why does it take a stretch of the imagination to believe that God could make the second Adam from a fully formed uterus? I mean, if he could take, some, again, from the dirt, make something as complex as us, why couldn't he just speak himself into a little girl? You hear what I'm saying? And create a body for himself, as the prophets, by the way, foretold. Jesus did not just show up and do it his way and say, now believe me because I'm God and based on the strength of my personality, everything Jesus did in his life fulfilled prophecy had been written long before he had lived. And it's amazing, things outside his control came to pass in his, his, his uh, uh, life. Let's get reading them. And she will bring forth a son, and it, the Bible here is quoting the prophets because he's fulfilling prophecy. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name what? Jesus. In Bible culture, guess who's responsible for naming the child? The father the daddy. So what's happening here? God doesn't let Joseph name Jesus. He's the daddy. So through the angel, he gives Jesus his name. So God calls him Jesus. And then he he explains his name for he will save. Jesus' literal name means God saves or Jehovah Yahweh is salvation for he will save That's why when we use his name, it's powerful. We're saying God saves through the person of Jesus Christ. For he will save his people from their what? Sins. On the surface, you may feel like I have a lot of problems, a lot of issues. Maybe a personality disorder. Maybe I have some financial problems, some relationship problems. But according to scripture, the root of every real problem is a sin problem. And Jesus came to pull it out from the root. Your finances, those, they might be a fruit. But Jesus came to deal with the core of the issue. He came to save us from our what? Sins. Verse 22. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the who? Prophet. Jesus fulfilled over 300 prophecies in his life. And again, most of which had no human ability for him to manipulate or control. He couldn't control the place of his birth. Micah said he'd be born in Bethlehem. Guess where he was born? In Bethlehem. He couldn't control the time of his birth. But the Bible said the Messiah would come to his temple. The temple was destroyed in 70 AD. So the Messiah had to come before 70 AD. And it was a set period of time in human history that the the, the Messiah could only show up and be the Messiah. But, But also the manner of birth. How many of you can control whether or not your mother was a virgin or not? Yeah. Jesus couldn't control that. It was predicted that he'd be born of a virgin. And guess what? He was born of a woman that was a virgin. Bible predicted he'd be, he'd be betrayed by one of his closest friends. He, he, the, the, the psalmist said that, that, that my, my, my friend, one who ate bread with me, would betray me. And guess what? It was one of the 12, Judas, who was with him at that last supper that, that, that betrayed him. The Bible spoke of the manner of death. It talked about him being crucified. Jesus could have been killed a million ways. They could have shot him with an arrow. They could have shot him with a spear. They, they, they could have used a sword. 
Jesus could not control the way they chose to crucify him. But it was prophesied that he'd be hung on a tree. On top of that, Zechariah said he'd be pierced. So not only was he hung on a tree, he was pierced in his side. All of these details, and we could spend a morning talking about them all. Things that Jesus could not control or manipulate. He didn't say to the soldier, now it's time to stab me so we could fulfill, fulfill Zechariah. God saw all of it and fulfilled it in the person of Jesus Christ. You are listening to the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. Remember, you can access this teaching and more for free at gracechurchva.org. If your family's like mine, the holidays are a time of love, sharing, and folks getting together. This can be a fun, refreshing, rewarding time, but it can also be a season of a lot of stress. A few hours into a certain family member's visit, you're reminded why you don't spend so much time with that person anymore. The snide comments, rivalry, and the conflict can become sometimes just a little bit much. Each family's different, but I encourage you to expect conflict. But remember, love has a way of turning even our worst enemies into friends. If things get heated, keep a cool head. Even if you have the right to snap back, remember, a soft answer turns away wrath. We will all have our moments, but I'm confident that you have what it takes to turn this holiday into something special. Let's get back to today's message. He said, fulfilling what was said through the prophet, verse 23, we already read this, but let's read it in the New Testament. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. To see the father, all we have to do is look at the son. Then Joseph being aroused from sleep. You know, once God becomes clear about something, it's no longer time to sleep. It's no longer time to, you know, our indecision is actually a decision. And some of us choose to stay undecided. We say, well, I just couldn't. No, no, you chose not to make up your mind. And once the angel spoke to him, Joseph got busy obeying God, even though it probably cost him his reputation, even though people probably looked at him, okay, you really the daddy, okay, it wasn't Mary, it was you, you, you done snuck in one of them nights, you understand, well, you, you got in there and you did it, and for the rest of his life, people that didn't believe the gospel thought Joseph did some things in his life. So... As soon as he woke up, he did as the angel commanded him. And I want us to learn from the three things that Joseph did, and we're going to wrap up this morning. And God, I believe, wants each of us to do these three things if we're going to experience Jesus in our our lives. Number one, the angel commanded him to take to him his wife. Joseph had to embrace the woman he originally questioned. Meaning Joseph had to admit he was wrong. And if you're going to come to Christ, really have God demonstrate himself in your life, you're going to have to repent. You're going to have to admit, I got some things wrong, Lord. The way I first saw it, Lord, was not actually the way. Lord, I'm sorry, God. God, I missed it, Lord. You are wise. You are divine. And I I puted motives, Lord. I'm wrong, not you. Joseph was willing to admit his fault. The second thing here, number verse 25. And he did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son. 
Joseph refused to interrupt God's process until it was complete. We have to learn to sometimes stay out of God's way until he finishes. Stop trying to help God and let God help you. Joseph didn't try to help God. He said, you know what? That's holy. I'm going to back up, keep my mouth shut. I'm even going to forfeit some of my rights as a man here. I done paid the dowry. I done made the announcement. I brought it into my house. Lord, you know, I ought to get a little something, something, you know what I'm saying, for, you know. Come on, Lord. But he forfeited his rights in order to secure the holiness of that child. Number three, and he called his name Jesus. Joseph named the child what God told him to name it. We have to learn to call things as God calls them. If God calls it sin, I now call it sin. I don't call it a lifestyle. I don't talk about where I was raised. If God says I have now become the righteousness of God, I don't start looking at my past. I don't start looking at, you know what? If you say I'm righteous, I must be right. I will call myself whatever you call me. And if you want Jesus in your life, you got to call it not as you see it, but as God sees it. And he called his name Jesus. I entitled today's message, The Joseph Code. And, 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 you know, there was no Jesus until both Mary and Joseph agreed. Mary agreed, and we're excited about that, but, but, but God wanted to make sure that Jesus had a male role model in his life. I know that you, 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 women feel they could do it on their own. Men now feel that they could do it on their own. It don't take two genders to raise a child, but that's not the way God felt. In order for him to be raised properly, he needed a mentor. In this case, Joseph was not his daddy. So the mentor doesn't necessarily have to be the daddy. So single mothers, the daddy may be off in Kansas somewhere. Let him stay in Kansas if he don't care. Because all the boy's going to do is pick up bad attitudes if the daddy's not really interested. But, but, but you can find a mentor. And just like God provided for baby Jesus, he will provide for your child if you believe him. Maybe it's a deacon here. Maybe it's an elder here. Maybe it's a neighbor down the street. Maybe it's the boys and girls. I don't know. But God will provide for your child if you trust him. God made sure there was a man in Jesus' life. Particularly if you're dealing with a little boy, make sure there's some man somewhere in his life. But even if it was a girl, a girl still needs a daddy to say, you're beauty, you're beautiful. Needs a daddy to say, you're pretty before a little boy says it. And, and then Shiver runs up and down her side because she ain't never heard that before. Oh my God, I'm in love. Because you know, the, the first guy says she's something and she, she just thinks she's in love because daddy never said it. You know, God didn't bless me with a little girl. But if I had a girl, I'd be the first one to take her on a date. 
I, I, I take her out and, and, and we have our little night and, and I take out, pull out her chair and, and she needed a coat. I go get her coat, put her coat on her and I, I'll be polite to her, talk to her and, and, and tell her how smart, how pretty, how, 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 how blessed any man that, that would marry her would be. And, and I talk to her about all that stuff. But then at the end of it, I say, now listen. Now, when you start going out with boys, don't let any man treat you any differently than I just did. That's right. Daughter, this is the pattern. Daughter, this is the way you should be handled. And, 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 and get that in her head at a young age. So she don't fall for just any old joker because she, she, she's had that experience. You understand what I'm saying? Put something in her. You have some value, girl. You can't be just giving that to everybody. You understand what I'm saying? You, 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 you're precious. And treat her like she's precious. And, but that's something only a, a, a male can do. So you say, well, well, well the, the daddy's not there and I'm raising the girl. Well, call on the deacons. Uh, we, we're going to anoint a whole bunch. We're going to get some more deacons up here, by the way. So there'll be more deacons and, and get some deacons and, and get some care leaders. Get, get, some, get an uncle, a cousin, someone decent. Say, would you show my daughter? Her value. Jesus was the son of God. But God would not let him live without a daddy. He wouldn't let him go through his formative years. So begin to use this passage. God, you know, I, I, I believe my, my children belong to you. And if they belong to you, help me get what they need in their lives so they could become everything they need to become. I got a little bit off there. But the pattern of Joseph was he admitted he was wrong. The thing he questioned, he was willing to say, you know, I was wrong about Mary. Mary, I didn't get it. Mary, I've had a change of heart. Mary, I will protect you. He repented. The second thing he did is he got out of the way and stayed out of the way. He, he did not have relations with her until the baby was born. The third thing was he called things not as he saw them, but as they were. He called things what God called him. He named him Jesus. And this Christmas that's coming up upon us, if you want to be like Joseph, turn to God, repent. Secondly, get out of the way. Third, call things the way God you have been listening to the Live Big Podcast with Dr. Derek Greer. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com or follow Dr. Greer on social media.